Hey everybody, this is Zach Mitchell and you are listening to Smell the Roses podcast. Today I'm super excited to announce uh, one of my best friends of all time is joining me for the podcast. My friend Connor Johnson uh, is here from Jacksonville. How's it going, man? Fantastic. Good to be here. Thanks for coming, man. Uh, today uh, we've we've discussed this uh, quite a bit over text message. Um, something that we've wanted to do for a few weeks now. We talked about uh, a topic that we wanted to discuss, and I think we decided to go with growing as a person or just overall personal development. So my first question for you, Connor, so what what do you think of personal development? What does it mean to you? Constant growth. Constant growth, yeah. Yeah, always looking for that next thing to get you out of your comfort zone, to really challenge you, you know, whether it be mentally or physically or emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is. That's my definition for it. Okay. And what, what, why would you say it's important for people to continually grow, to look to grow as a person rather than just continue doing what they're doing? Well... That's a good question. I really don't know the answer to that one, but I guess a specific answer to that one, but it's more, I just, I think it's really important because, you know, our brains are wired to be challenged, to achieve, to set goals and to achieve those goals and constantly keep that going. And you can't do that unless you get out of your comfort zone, unless you grow personally and really challenge yourself mentally. Yeah, I definitely I think it comes more in adulthood once I think once I left, we both attended the university of Kentucky, uh, just an FYI for people listening. Um, Connor and I have known each other since what? Fifth, sixth grade, fifth, fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. Um, so yeah, I think noticeably, um, once I came home, graduated from the university of Kentucky, that's when I started to see like, Hey, I need something more. Um, I need to continually grow as a human being, as a man, um, exactly. just looking for ways to reinvent myself. Would you say that's similar to... Exactly. Because I, yeah. I, was, I was a wild one in college, but um, as soon as college ended, I was like, crap, let's go. Yeah. Like, it's this a- is, let's challenge, let's grow, let's go, let's grind. It was definitely a wake-up call. Um because obviously you're trying to have as much fun as possible when you're in college and your younger years, but you also have a job to do. You got to get through school, got to get your classes done. But now even more so, all we have to do is a job. All we have to do is get by, make sure we're paying the bills, make sure we're, we're getting from point A to point B um, and just continually doing what we need to do, our duties as an adult. Uh, it's not always easy, but... But it's yeah. also easy to get in that comfort zone, mm-hmm. that routine. Mm-hmm. It'll kill you if you let it get to you. Yeah, exactly. And what ways would you say you've, um, whether it be recently, whether it be in the past, what are some ways that you would say that you've grown personally over these last years or what so? ways I've grown personally? Yes. Um, a lot of it's time management and efficiencies in my life because mm-hmm. I can you know, as getting older, I've been realizing that everything is so, something's going to go wrong all the time. You got to be able to manage that. You got to be able to manage job, personal life, mm-hmm. that personal growth section of your life. Cause you have to, at least for me, I have to implement it some, at some point in my day, taking care of the dog, Lexi, um, right now taking care of the little brother cause he's in college and going through, you know, the wild times and. Just still trying. trying to get out there and volunteer to trying to do everything. You have to be efficient. You have to have great time management. So that's a big one. Um, I read all the time now, or at least when I can, because all I do is work now. Um, so at work, I've been trying to challenge myself, you know, in different mm-hmm. ways so that since it's taken up so much of my time now, it's. You know, I don't have time to balance everything else. I don't have time to read some days or to get that personal growth. So I got to find it within my job. 
Okay, and I have two questions. So you say you're you plan for things to go wrong because you know they can go wrong. So what what ways would you are you are you expecting things to go wrong or knowing that they're going to go wrong? Or are you so more are you trying to plan ahead to where if things kind of take a turn for the worse, so you have a backup plan, you know where to go, or are you just saying like things typically in your life just continually go wrong well my luck everything goes wrong but um no that's a joke i plan ahead to because i mean i try to plan ahead in everything but with that you definitely have to plan ahead you have to be ready because no matter how good things are going something is going to go wrong you know it may not be a big thing it may be Mm -hmm. just something small but a lot of people that get to them um but you got to be able to to keep a calm head when things go wrong. You have to be able to, you know, if it's a financial problem or, you know, something hits you with a big financial bill, you got to be able to pay for it. So you got to plan ahead with that. Um, you're never going to have a perfect life. Everything's always going to be difficult. They're not always going to be difficult, but you're going to have difficult times. You got to be able to be, you got to be ready for them. And I definitely agree with that. And it's, you can't plan for everything, but the things you can yeah. control and the things you can get ahead of, take advantage of. It yeah, for sure. and it's not like I know what's coming. It's mm-hmm. you know, it could be random things like the truck that just got stolen. Yeah. Um, Tell the story about that real quick, because that was bonkers when you texted me that I I couldn't believe it, and it's it's something that just doesn't normally happen. So yeah, I've happen. lived at this place in Jacksonville, Florida, for almost two years now, and it's you know, it's a very nice. Com- very nice place. It's very low crime, at least from what I've seen. Um, you know, Jacksonville being such a high crime city. Um, but I woke up to go to the gym in the morning. Um, another thing with my with personal growth as well. Um, but I walked out. You know, I sat in my car, um, which is not the truck. Realized that it was broken into. Um, you know, there's cops out there ready for looking for these people that, you know, hit 10, 9, 10 cars that, that morning mm-hmm. uh, within an hour time frame. So it's, I'm freaking out, you know, my car, everything's gone. <clears throat> Luckily, there's a cop there. I go talk to him, tell him, you know, hey, my car's been broken into. Um, and then, I, you know, about 10 minutes later after talking to this guy about my car, I said, hey, man, freaking out. Just, oh, crap, the truck's gone. Um, the little brother drives the truck and Sometimes he goes out after I go to sleep because I'm an old man and go to bed early. Um, so I went inside to make sure he was there. I walk in, keys are on the table, and he's in the bed. And I was like, crap, they stole the truck. And as terrifying as it was, I had to call my dad because technically it's his truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our grandpa's truck, and it's got to- a lot of sentimental value to it. And I had to tell him that. And I'll be honest with you, he handled it very, very well, mm-hmm. um, at least on the phone. Um, but being able to keep a cool head in that, even though it was something that was terrifying as losing that truck would mean, uh, it, it would do a lot to our family cause it's so, such a, such a sentimental, mm-hmm. has so much sentimental value to it. Yeah. But, um, the recent news as of a few days ago, we found it, yeah. it was found. So that's good stuff. So what was the story? Like you told me, you, you, they found it, and they they found some Coke cans or something in there, so possibly they some DNA prints. They found some Coke cans. They fingerprinted. They got some fingerprints, though, so they, they had the fingerprint dust all over the truck. Good. Um, Corey had it. It took him hours to clean that. Um, but yeah, they left a, a pill bottle in there, a phone. Well, technically, we don't know if it if it that if those were stolen or not, but um, the cops are looking into it, or the detective is, and. Hopefully they find the person. The thing is, they still have the spare keys to the car. So we don't know if they're going to come back and get it, which would be, I mean, it probably wouldn't be the smartest thing to do because cops are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have two or three cops rolling around our area um, because of everything that's happened. Because there was more that happened last week. There was a guy that got domestic battery running through the woods. We had 15, 20 cops outside of our place and... Um, the helicopter was out and about looking for this guy. <clears throat> Man. So it's, the guy would have, would have to be really, really, really um, stupid to come back and get that. Yeah. That's... But still, it's 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 nerve-wracking because it's still, 
you know, it's in Jacksonville, Florida right now, and I, I can't control it. That's all I'm worried about right now. And yeah, and that just ties back into things you're you don't expect, things you're not planning for can happen, will happen, and are going to happen. Um, so it's just a matter of, like you said, maintaining a cool head um, and just moving forward. And hopefully uh, people have have a heart and people can understand and relate to another human being that, okay, I need to give this back because um, they've worked hard for it. It's been passed through the family. I'm sure they didn't know that. No, but... Uh, Not that it would have stopped them. You're stealing you don't a truck. Really know where it was. Yeah, I won't get into that because it yeah. was not a not a nice place. Yeah, not not a not a clean part of town. No, Corey was terrified. The cops were terrified. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad news when you roll into somewhere and the cops are like, uh, "We need to get out of here as soon as possible." He was scared to get out of his car. Yeah, waiting that's, for Corey. Oh man, and Corey is Connor's brother, younger brother, youngest yep. brother. Connor is one of four. I'm the third. The third. Third Where's baby, the youngest. And they all start with a C or K, with a K sound. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I'll go ahead. I made a list of ways I've, and I'll kind of run through it real quick, ways I've grown personally over the years. Um, first off, starting, I found healthy outlets for dealing with stress, whether it be exercise, listening to music, playing guitar, or even writing. Uh, talking in this podcast right now kind of helps with that. Yeah. Would you say you do stuff like that? Found more healthier outlets? Absolutely. Exercise is my go-to. Yeah. That Can't go wrong. That yelling at Corey. No. Yeah. Um, no, I don't yell at Corey a lot, but exercise is huge, man. I get it up, get up early, go to the gym, grind, get that mindset ready for the day. It's mm-hmm. It really does a lot to clear your mind. And, you know, I have long days at work, so you need something to... Get you in the right mindset to go in and kill it. Yeah, and when when you tell people, because you and I both go to the gym in yeah. the morning, um, when you tell people that, do they look at you like you're insane, like they do for me? They've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. You know, everybody I meet in Jacksonville is like, are you crazy? I'm like, no, it's really not that hard, first yeah, off. true. Um, but, I mean, it, it takes an adjustment if you're not used to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes an adjustment, but, you know, 21 days is a habit. 90 days to lifestyle. You just got to keep pushing yourself to go mm-hmm. and get up and get that motivation. It's, it's, it is hard, but it's so worth it because fuels you for the day. It gets you more energized, um, more focused and you feel like a leader. You feel like you're, you know, you're up before everybody else and you feel much better about yourself and, I read a book called The Morning Miracle not too long ago um, about, and it is about, you know, getting to the morning, taking that first hour or so of your day mm-hmm. as kind of personal development. You know, that's, you know, say you get up at six, you know, get up at five, take that hour, stretch, work out, read, exercise, get a good breakfast, whatever you have to do. Mm-hmm. The results dramatic it's incredible what people have that have actually tried it have said about it and so i've always tried to encourage people to try it i mean it's not it isn't for everybody but at least give it a shot yeah i mean even if it's maybe once or twice a week i know um, one big motivator for me is like once work is done it's not that i'm I'm so tired from what I was doing at work, but I mean, after a long day of work, you're just going to be drained regardless. Um, yeah, I so, do motivation after. Yeah, so the the thought of going straight home, cooking dinner, just chilling, watching The Office on Netflix, uh, anything like that, just going straight home and being able to relax and then do the same thing the next morning is what really gets me through. Uh, and then going back to, you said, keeping a level head and just maintaining patience with yourself patience with others that you see and encounter just out on the street at work wherever it may be uh, just having patience um, that's something that's a way i have grown personally it's still a work in progress obviously when i'm behind the wheel of a car i'm going to rip somebody's head off no one is to. perfect with their patience yeah unless you're a monk or something unless you're a monk and maybe maybe not even but yeah they've i think they've got it under control Active listening is another thing, is hearing people talk. 
And listening to people caring, talk. Listening. That's one yeah. thing that people sleep on. Yeah. They just listen to answer. Mm-hmm. Which they're waiting to answer. So many yeah. people do. You know, it's, you know, they got this conversation in their head or they're just like, oh, yeah, you said that. I'm going to, here's what I'm working in my head, what I'm going to say instead of sitting there trying to listen and caring because you're not going to retain what they said at all. Yeah. Two you minutes just, later. You're just looking for call and response. Yeah. You're not looking for, okay, this person's telling me this. How do I process that yeah. information in my own brain and can can kind of throw it back and at it them? it shows that you actually care about the person, which you should. Yeah. Even if it's a stranger, I think I've gotten better. Like Even if it's a stranger. Yeah. yeah. Asking them. You never know what you could say to make someone's day. Yeah. Or what you can do. And a lot of people, you know, sometimes people just need somebody to listen. Just bent, and they're just—that's all they do. And a lot of the conversations I've had recently is just that they're venting, and even at the end, they're like, "Hey, I'm really sorry that I like talked that much or anything, but you sat and listened. You you gave your opinion, you gave your side, and really like gave empathy towards towards what I have to say. I mean, people need an outlet, you know. Whether I mean somebody to vent to. And not, it's not going to sit there and judge them or rip them apart for talking too much. They need that. It's, I think everybody needs that. And if you don't, you got some pent up energy and some anger probably that you need to get out. Mm -hmm. The next one would be stepping out of my comfort zone. I know that's a discussion we have. And that was actually my last episode. Uh, Episode one was talking about the comfort zone. Um, But yeah, I think that is definitely something... Uh, like I mentioned last episode, is something that is crucial to growth. Um, Absolutely. Not being afraid to fail, not being afraid to embarrass yourself, not being afraid for people to question who you are, what you're doing, um, and just kind of stand up for yourself. And it's it's nice to have a buddy mm-hmm. that can challenge you as well. Yeah. And, yeah, I know we always talk about it, but it's, it's huge. That's how you grow. That's one of the best ways to grow and I was talking to a guy over at um, there's a I think they're about 50 50 year old couple that um, it's in my church group she's they got a kid that's 19 years old he goes somewhere in Minnesota um, for school and you know him and I were talking about comfort zones and how he's so comfortable and well it started with him talking about you know being not being friends with all the guys that just party all the time mm-hmm. and him being pressured to join them and go hang out with them and be like them just so he can fit in and say, dude, it's not worth it. You, I mean, it's, it's good to have fun, mm-hmm. but I, I thought it was great that he actually realized that, you know, there's more to life than just partying all the time. And yeah, you're in college, but enjoy yourself, but don't be stupid with it. And I admired him for, you know, being able to say no to the to the crowd and go his own way. But, you know, I told him, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You need somebody, and I actually mentioned you, to challenge you, to always keep you on your toes, to, to push you to do things you don't want to do. And he said that he's got a kid that he's grown up with, and I was like, good, you need, you need to have that. And it is difficult at times, and it's difficult the first time. So if you're still in that comfort zone and taking that first step out, it's difficult. But if you have somebody to push you to do it, it's a lot easier. And then as you actually go through the process and step out of your comfort zone that first time, you'll get a little adrenaline rush. You get antsy, you get mm-hmm. you get some energy. And then you're like, all right, let's keep going. Yeah. Keep going. It just gets easier and easier and easier. And It becomes something that you're constantly looking to yeah. go for. Like for me, that's where I'm at right and now. That's constant growth. Yeah. Okay. The next thing, we'll, we'll keep rolling through these. It's quite a bit, so just bear with us. Uh, this next one's a big one. Letting things that are out of my control go. Oh, my God. You know, that's a bad one for me. Yeah. I uh, mm. Especially things that are out of my control, I let bother me way too much. Um, but I think over these, even last few months, I think... Um, like, pr- where, I've, where I've gone professionally, where I've gone personally, I'm starting to kind of knock out things that I need to knock out that I can control. And if they're things out of my control, just acknowledge that they're there. They make you human because you kind of realize you're not in control 
uh, of a lot of things in your life, and that's okay. There's a lot of things you can't control. And... Yeah, it's this one's bad. You know, this one's bad for me. I get I get worked up about so many small things, or at least I used to all the time. Mm-hmm. It's human nature. It's, this is one thing you've helped me a lot with is is getting letting the small things go and like rush out. I get oh, I get angry. I get heated in, in traffic. I think, but now ever since you told me to shut up, yeah, I just chill and let things go. It's because, like, I know I don't complain anymore about the traffic. I just, you know, I'm fine with it. It doesn't get to me anymore. It's because it's not worth it. I mean, I get as uptight as anybody else as the next person. However, I don't, I don't let my emotions dictate anything. Because one false move, you're taking yourself out. You're taking yeah. people out, especially on the road. Yeah. Um. I think one of the places I get the most angry or uptight with people is Kroger, hands down. That's e- bad. Especially more so. When they stop in the, in the yes. aisle. It's like, come on, man. Like, you're not, not the only one here. Not pointing any fingers, but if you're listening and you are the person that will stop in the middle of an aisle <laughs> and look at. We're going to um, tell you to move. Oh my gosh. Please get to one side. Thank you. Uh, because that is something that grinds my gears Absolutely. to oblivion. Uh, it's bad at Costco, too. Treat it like a sidewalk. Treat it like a road. Get on one side or the other, okay? And I'll then take the middle up. Yeah, get what you get got. mad when I'm trying to get past you. Yeah. You can see our, we're just going to vent. About, we could. We need uh, to make an episode. We talk about that for hours. We need to make an episode about Kroger or Publix for you, Publix I guess, down, me, uh, down with, south. With this letting things out, you know, that are out of your control go, man, it... It really takes a big burden and a lot of stress off your shoulders when you just let it go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, at least me sometimes, and bad, used to be bad with it, is letting it ruin my day or yep. you know, letting that five-minute span of whatever's pissing me off at that moment ruin the day yeah. or get me down. I'm like, eh, you got to stop doing that. But Yeah, five-minute ordeal becomes a five-hour, 12-hour ordeal. It's like, yeah. why? And someone told me... To? I read something about it or I don't know somebody told me or I read it and it was about you know somebody stole you have 80 grand in your bank account and someone steals $10 you're gonna be pissed to, enough to let it ruin your day no I'm not yeah. so that helped a lot too but yeah I read that somewhere I yeah. think on Facebook uh, maybe I don't know yeah somewhere around there and that and you know something my I guess I think it was my dad told me is there's only two things you can control is your attitude and your effort yep. every day. And it's very wise. Your attitude goes with how to handle these small things or handle things that are out of your control. Having a positive mindset about it and being able to get around it, push around it. That's another, I mean, it's another thing with growth. You got to be able to do that to, you know, if you want to be, I mean, grow as a person, grow in business grow your job whatever it is you got to be able to, to handle tough times handle the things that you can't control and or really not worry about it, or be able to have some type of solution or some type of plan to get around it and get through it mm-hmm. yeah i agree for sure this next one um i think everybody deals with with um issues with self-confidence down the road even if you're the most confident person there might be days you you go home and kind of uh, call it a night and you're like, wow, that day was not my most productive day. That wasn't my most successful day. I'm going to try again tomorrow, but this is still a work in progress. I'm very confident with myself where I stand as a person as is. However, I'm still continuing to learn how to do that and how to be more confident in my ability and who I stand for, essentially. Yeah. And a lot of dude, people, that's the thing with everybody. You know, you could be the most confident person. You have some type of insecurities. Yeah. They're going to get you, you know, Corey, the little brother, actually, after that whole college thing, um, I lost all that confidence in myself and just like, who am I? Stuff like that. And According to Corey, I used to be a very, very, very confident person. Sometimes it was a little arrogant, yeah. Which I fixed that issue, but um, you know, it's something everybody deals with, and he had to get me back in out of my funk. Because I took think a while, but I think 
when we're younger, we we mistake confidence and cockiness. Yeah, there's there's a fine line, and there still is a fine line just between confidence. But when you mature, that cockiness fades away, or it should. There's plenty of grown men. It's not going to fade away. That you see at country <laughs> clubs and and boat clubs or all these upscale places that are still super cocky. Sure, they probably got the bank account to to follow that, but in my opinion, even if you're the richest man in the world and you're cocky, that makes you less rich. Money doesn't change. It just makes you more of what you were. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the next thing would be spending time more wisely is filling up my days, staying busy. Uh, And then lastly, taking time for myself with that as well. Um, very important. So the, yeah, it's kind of three, three in a row there. Um, so like for me is going to the gym, going to work, um, making sure I'm doing things in my spare time, like, uh, drafting up podcast episodes, writing for blogs, uh, volunteering, uh, with big brothers, big sisters and everything, just really filling up my time. Uh, Cause I don't do much during the weekdays. It's more so on the weekends, but I still try to, to really, um, to fill up my time the most I can. Would you yeah. say you do the same thing? I try, man. As soon as I get home and I sit on the couch, I'm done. So I can't sit Just down. Out. Yeah. And that's probably why my dog's so energetic all the time and has to always be on the go because she mm-hmm. sees me always on the go. But yeah, especially taking time for yourself. I know that you like to play guitar and mm-hmm. blog and the podcast. It's good to have that. I mean, you, but you're also helping... I mean, I guess you're helping other people as well while you're in the process, but which That's is good. Goal. You're not you're knocking two things out at once. Um, yeah, definitely always staying busy, trying to at least, because you know, I mean, there are days you need to take time for yourself, and mm-hmm. some people that sit down on the couch and watching Netflix, yeah, for hours on end, yeah, which and is fine as long as you're getting things done that you need to get done um, and staying busy. I'm all for kicking it back and doing absolutely nothing, not moving an inch from your couch or your bed, as long as you're getting things done. Um, Instead of procrastinating. That's yeah. a bad thing. People take it, oh, I'm taking time for myself. No, you're really just procrastinating. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is. At least what I've seen, and I've done it myself too, but... Yeah, for sure. you got to take time for yourself no matter what, you know, whether that's every day. You know, my time is... My time for myself is the gym in the morning. Mm-hmm. Clearing my head thinking through a lot of different things that are going on in my life and being able to try to find a solution, try to find a, a plan or whatever, whatever's going through my head that day, which is a lot most of the time, but it's, it's, it'll, it'll change your life, man. You know, some people meditate for 30 minutes every day mm-hmm. and 30 minutes is a long time to meditate, but it gives them new life. Yeah. It, like mentally and energetic and the energy and it's just great and the next one uh, is just being more understanding of people uh, random people you see out on the street um, rather than judging them put yourself in their shoes I've definitely gotten better with that um, working in human resources you kind of learn that um, when people may seem like they're getting uptight with you or kind of abrasive and, and angry um, you got to say, okay, where's this coming from? I got to take, I got to handle this professionally, handle this as a human being, just be as friendly and open as possible um, and try to get them the help they need. Um, but even just in, in regular day, that person that stands in the middle of the aisle at Kroger, mm-hmm. what are they going through? Um, so don't, it's tough. But... Yeah. Don't go off on them or anything. Um, just kind of, just kind of go through your life and yep. if anything, do something that will that will spark a light in their day um, and and see it from their shoes. Well, you also have to think, you know, you have issues. You got problems you're going through. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. And no one really cares about other people's problems. But But you should. I mean, I wouldn't say you have to necessarily care about the problem, mm-hmm. but you have to just be like, look, you got problems too, so like let's just there's no need to try and start something or piss anybody off because you have issues. Just deal with it. Try to find something way around it. Put it away. I don't know. Whatever you have to do to get through that. Yeah, I think it's just the key is to coexist yeah. and realize we do and we yeah. have to um, for this to work out. Yeah, and being empathetic is not one thing I'm good with. 
you know that, but it's, and yeah, so the ex-girlfriend actually told me that I need to be more empathetic, and I was like, well, I get it, like, you know, I, I have a friend of mine, and, you know, one of her best friends, mom's just died. That's something I can be empathetic with. Mm-hmm. That is just like, oh, wow, I, I don't know what to say, you know, I'm sorry, you know, you need to let me know, blah, 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 trying to just... Give her and and everybody in there an outlet mm-hmm. to you know they can vent to me, but it's and that's human instinct when it comes to death, sickness, yeah. anything like that. That's something we're that's automatically yeah. empathetic to. But say someone's car breaks down, um, that sucks. They ran out of money. They left their wallet at home. Um, they don't have the money to feed their kid. There's all these things going on in different countries, like in Sudan yeah. right now, all this this craziness. And those are normal Just, things to be empathetic about. Yeah. When she told me that, <laughs> her sister was complaining about something. I don't remember exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but it was some small thing. And, you know, she told me, she you got to be a little more empathetic with her situation. I told her, this is a very pointless situation. This is drama-filled situation that doesn't need to be filled with drama you at some point when it comes to small pointless things you got to get over it and you got to have somebody that's going to push you to get over it look i told her i said look it doesn't matter move on Mm -hmm. you can't control it move on and she got mad at me and i was just like well sorry that i don't want to deal with drama where it's not needed Mm -hmm. that's understandable but those things that i'm bad with empathy yeah, and that's but, something that'll always be a work in progress because uh, there will be some days where you're not ready to give someone the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, yeah. you should you should be expecting to do that. Yeah, and um, there's you know there's some point in time after you know depending on what it is, if it's a pointless thing, you should not get worked up about it. You mm-hmm. got there's a time to get over it, and everything has its time. When it's something like that, it's just come on, you have more important things to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the the next one would be getting rid of limitations for myself. So rather than saying, I can't do that because of this. Uh, for instance, I can't do a podcast because I don't have a nice microphone to record it. Well, go get yourself a damn microphone, dude. Yeah. Go do it. Simple. Just do it. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then just instead asking yourself, why not? Why can't I do that? Why wouldn't I be able to do that? Those are good questions to ask yourself. A lot of people say, oh, I can't do it. Or a big one, I read I read a lot of finance books. <laughs> Call me a nerd, whatever you want. But it's, you know, I think like a lot of people, uh, you know, I think like an investor, you know, is this worth my time? Is this, what's the risk? What's the return? Blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people, you know, if they can't afford something, they're like, oh, I can't afford that. Instead of saying, I can't think about how. How can I afford this? Mm-hmm. So it gets your mind to think a lot of. It gets your mind working, and you start brainstorming of ways. And sometimes that leads to like a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that job, leads extra to hours. a different job, more hours, some type of personal growth. It just it gets your mind working a lot more. And it, I would say, probably creating a budget for yourself yeah. in a way. Um, and be careful with the budget, though, too. Because a lot of people take it way too serious, or mm-hmm. they don't even take it serious at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're going to make gotta a be budget, you got to actually you know, abide by it. But I mean, if you want to go out and have fun, and you've been good, just go enjoy yourself. you got to enjoy the life. Be realistic, but, yeah. but take it seriously, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and... I don't know. Save as much as you can. Yeah. For me, <laughs> financially, for me financially, it's like I'm spending way too much on pre-workout and supplements every week. But but the thing is, instead of so for you, that's not a bad purchase. Mm-hmm. So like most people would spend that money on a bar on a bar night, going yeah. out and spending that. So like it's, you got to justify that's mm-hmm. it's a month worth of supplements rather than a night out. At yeah. For street so it's life, like it's worth it, really, because. Or I mean, what else are you gonna spend that on? So you have to you have to look at it that way too, because mm-hmm. like a lot of people justify, oh, I won't spend, you know, thirty dollars or 
or spend an extra $10 at the grocery store for some more healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they'll go and spend that extra $10 out at the bars. Yeah. And it's a lot more than $10 usually. Yeah. So it's, you gotta, you. it's priorities type. Yeah. Priority type stuff yeah. as well. I think that's another thing is being able to prioritize is definitely a Huge ties thing. hand in hand with uh, cut out the hardest thing every day, every morning, first thing. Yeah. The next thing would be communication. I think I've always been pretty decent at communication. Um, just maintaining strong communication, whether it be with my family, my Lies. friends. No, I'm just kidding. No, I. Oh man. No, you're great. That's that's one of my pet peeves is when it's. I mean, it's a two way street. I try to reach out to people as much as I can. Uh, whether it be my friends, family, coworkers, anything yeah. like that, but it's like if they're not reaching out either, who's who's really at fault? I'm it's gonna a do a street, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, you I think that's so much. that's super important is just letting people know what you're thinking. Because um, I've gotten to the point where it's like I'm gonna say what I need to say when I need to say it. Um, so yeah, that that's definitely a big one for me. It's huge, and it's huge with anything. You know, you have to be a strong communicator in anything. You know, relationships huge off that if you're not communicating then what are you doing well it's well it's like it's so important like if you're in a i guess a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you want to put it that way it's to succeed that way you have to communicate you know if you gotta know if you have a problem tell me Mm -hmm. if you want to vent talk but communicate your feelings communicate what you as much as you can now you don't have to communicate all the time but effective communication is a thing but if you're if you're pissed off at me just tell me Mm -hmm. I don't want you to go behind my back and talk crap which I mean go ahead and do that I don't care it's not gonna bother me but just tell me what's going on I don't care we can we're grown grown men and women we can handle situations as like adults instead of having to whine and moan and complain about everything yeah for sure uh time management's another thing um i've gotten a lot better i think more so work has helped me i'm just making sure i'm getting everything done i need to get done tasks that need to be done in a timely fashion do get done quicker and the other ones that aren't as time sensitive eventually get done but still get done as as quickly as possible um and then when i'm home uh, in my personal life, I try to try to take advantage of time and get as much stuff as I can get done um, when I can. That's so. a good thing. Time management's huge. I've been trying to teach Corey that one. Um, Corey's getting name dropped a yeah, bunch on this. I so. love the kid. I love the kid. He's, he's sorry a smart about that, kid. Corey. Um, Corey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We can talk about it offline. Um, no, he's a real good kid. Love the kid. Um, like but I but everybody much raised the kid. Everybody can um, can learn from time wise. management. Oh, absolutely. Time management's huge, especially because it's at any age. A lot of people procrastinate, you know, especially at work. You know, oh that big project, oh that big report, or whatever it is you have to do. You know, they put it off because it's I don't want to do it. You know, if you realize, mm-hmm. and then you know later on it gets more difficult. Just knock it out first thing in the morning. Your, your biggest task, your biggest project, whatever is knock it out. You'll be surprised how much time that leaves you open. Mm-hmm. Next one, uh, I always try, uh, this is something that I've been doing for years, and I think it's not something that's going to fade any anytime soon. It's just maintaining a positive and optimistic mindset, but I'm also remaining a realist. Yeah. I know, like you said at the beginning of the episode, it's like, Things can, will, and are going to get bad yeah. at times. Yeah. Uh, I will be ready, but I will continue, or I might not be ready. Who knows? Yeah. Um, a lot of the things I'm, I'm not usually ready for if they're, if they're going bad, but I tend and choose to look for the light, look for the good in any situation, no matter what it is. Yeah, and that that drives a lot. That'll keep, that that drives a lot of happiness. Mm-hmm. Lots of your happiness. If you're always trying to find the positive or having that optimistic mindset in any situation mm-hmm. can take a lot of stress off your shoulders. That's for sure. That's one thing I've always been, you've always helped me with trying to stay positive. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I get it's, pissed off it's, real quick. It's just I got a short fuse at times, but it's, you know, you got to take us. I mean, that's probably where I, my biggest thing is staying positive, stepping back, 
just looking. trying to figure out what's going on. How can I take something good out of this? What is that good thing I can take out of? And trying to, you know, if it is a problem, taking a step back, what is... Assess the situation. Assess the situation. What's trying to be taught? You know, what's the lesson here? If I failed and I can't do anything about it, what's the lesson? And trying to make an action plan around that to... Mm-hmm. How you can avoid avoid getting yourself yeah. in negative situations. Yeah. And if you are placed in a negative situation, how are you going to get out? Yeah. And then that's another thing, you know, like for you, for me at least, you're my outlet to, if I'm ever being negative, you always tell me, shut up. <laughs> and not exactly those words, but it's... Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, yeah, kind of shut up, but it's... You got to have someone like that too, that if you get in a negative mindset, it's not... Everybody gets in a negative mindset, but it's getting yourself out of it as quickly as possible mm-hmm. because being around negative people is just draining all the time. It's, you don't want to be around them, call them negative vampires or energy vampires. That's what it is. Energy vampires. Um, I read a book. Yeah, that's what they call them, energy vampires. And I was like, that's a good way like to put it because yeah. they're, it's just, it drains you, man. It's just like, please stop. Yeah. So if there's anybody listening, if, if there's people you've known your whole life, but they have a negative impact on you, do your best to make the necessary changes. I'm not saying you have to tell them you can't see them anymore, but say, hey guys, or hey girls, whatever's going on, um, just kind of say, I don't know if this is really working. Yep. Is there a way that we can work on this to where we can bounce off each other, that we can have positive impacts on each other's life rather than I'm going and getting hammered at the bar and then I don't hear from you all for weeks until we go to the bar again or something good happens and they're nowhere to be found. They don't give you a congratulations. Not that you need it. Not that you no. need that acknowledgement or that uh, recognition, but it's... It's nice to have. That's it's, sure. and, and your true friends will reach out and say, hey, super proud of you, happy for you, I'm things not. like that. Um, no, but, I'm just kidding. But... At the same time, your good friends probably also feel like, I shouldn't have to say that. They should already know that. And that's cool, too. And that's fine, but it takes two seconds. It literally takes two seconds, and it means the world to that person. Yeah. It's that simple. But that's, you know, I've had somebody in my life that's extremely negative. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've known this person for a very, very long time, and it just it's so hard to be around them, you know, love the person, and would do anything for them, but it's, you know, I can only be around them for maybe five, 10 minutes of it. And I'm trying to, I'm going crazy because it's so, mm-hmm. so draining and so stressful to, to be around. Man, it's tough. So, I mean, but positivity, having that, you know, and also another thing I want to mention before I get to this, you know, a lot of people that are positive aren't always the happiest, mm-hmm. which is fine. You don't always have to be in the happiest moods to be positive, but you know, it really puts on, I guess, it spreads. Mm-hmm. It spreads a lot. So being able to be that source of positivity, energy, um, high energy, may not always be happy, but, you know, showing that you're happy and always having that mindset that you're positive, trying to get the best out of every situation. It really spreads and it can do yeah, it's contagious. amazing things to a lot of different people. It's very contagious. All right, so the last way I think I've grown personally over the last few years is um, I've become more selfless, and I hate saying that about myself. Shut up. You're the most selfless person I've ever met. It's just, <laughs> I feel like it's a selfish thing to say that I'm selfless. But, you know. um, but I've, in certain situations, and more situations more often than not, I'm looking to, to put people before myself. Um, I'd rather see a smile in somebody else's on somebody else's face or hear them laugh, make them laugh rather than focus on myself. That's just how I've always been. Yeah. Um, that's how I want to continue to be. Obviously, I'm I'm content with myself and I'm doing fine. That's why I love you. Yeah. It's but it's just something that I think we all can learn and to become selfless and giving back. Um, we can all learn from that and grow. And it from gives that. you a source of gra- uh, gratification, satisfaction mm-hmm. that yeah. you helped all these other people. Because yeah. I don't need a single thank you. I don't need money. I don't need anything. Um, 
But if I can see someone is enjoying something that I'm saying, something that I'm doing, even if it's for a minute, uh, yeah. that's a that's a victory. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, dude, there's so many people in this life that are going through some serious, serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to bring it up again. My church, there's a family that lost their child. Mm-hmm. And they're so, so selfless still. Mm-hmm. And so positive so they didn't lose just that so yeah. strong and I was just like wow mm-hmm. and I'm like wow my life is uh, you know I, there's always problems in my life and complaining about stupid things sometimes but it makes all that kind of it makes away. it all just it's a reminder that you know stop being a pansy your mm-hmm. life is nothing compared to that yeah get over it move on mm-hmm. just kind of suck it up that's but, what I always tell myself is just yeah. man up Exactly. No, with your selfless though, dude, you're you are very selfless, and I've that's one thing I've loved about you for a long time, and it's helped me a lot to get to because I used to be selfish. We all know this. If you know me, I happens. used to be. Um, there was more problems to that, I guess, but um, yeah, that's helped. Me. You've helped me able to grow in that section a lot. And it's baby steps. It's not something that you can just. It's day and night, yeah. um, unless you just want it to be that immediate change but yeah. it's, it's baby steps man yeah well I always thought that was deep down I was selfless I just never actually acted selfless didn't practice it didn't practice practice it. what you preach yeah. kind of thing all the time mm-hmm. I should say there's, yeah. there's moments where you know but I got caught up in my grind or got up, caught up in some crap and I just thought about myself first and, mm-hmm. and there's I think in young adult life that's not unusual and that's not unfair to admit yeah. that you did. And another thing with that is, you know, a lot of people, as we're getting older, we're not that old really at all yet, but as we're getting older, we realize, you know, there's other people in our lives that we have to think about when we make mm-hmm. decisions. And that's when I, that's one thing I try to teach a lot of people is your actions affect somebody. Every action you make affects somebody in some way. Yeah. And they don't realize that, you know, it's if once you realize that your decision making changes yeah because yeah when you say that your actions or what you decide can affect somebody it can be positive or it can be negative a lot of the times it's negative yeah which i mean i hate to say it but it is and that's one thing that you have to be always be conscious of mm-hmm. how is this going to affect and it may not be the ones that you love i mean or like your family friends the ones that are around you all the time, but it's it can affect other people too in a very negative way. I mean, you may not know them well, but still you have to think about them. I mean, the main thing I, the main reason I said that's because of the people that you do love, care for, and all your mm-hmm. friends, family, whatever it is, they you got to think about them first outside of yourself. Yeah, of course. So, what are ways we're we're nearing the end of the episode here? So, what are ways that you are looking to? Ways that you want to grow. Same list as mine. I, mean, I, I wrote out. One. I wrote out a list um, of ways that I have grown and ways I want to grow. So we'll just go through this together again. We'll just kind of yeah, go through. Talk really, about this one. This one's bad. Go through it uh, quickly. <laughs> or it used to be bad, I should say. Um, one thing is, I want to procrastinate less. When I get home, I'll nap. And I was like, that's a solid hour of things I could be doing. Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? I'm dead tired, but like yeah, I said, I gotta suck it up. Yeah, because everybody's tired when they get home from work, whatever that is, for you guys. Got the other. It's just, and that comes with organizing and planning ahead too. You mm-hmm. know, that's a part of procrastinating. Um, I don't know. I've, I've read a lot, of, uh, a lot of books on the yeah the mind mm-hmm. and how to improve it. It's a, it's a um, crazy thing. But yeah, that's a big one for. I know that's a big one for both of us. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> and I think this next one is good. Uh, not being so hard. On myself, not being so hard on ourselves. Um, Because that can have detrimental physical, mental, other... Absolutely. Negative. That one's huge, man. Yeah. Especially with... I mean, you know, with that, I I just have a lot of ambition. Mm -hmm. And being so hard on myself or, you know, like the next one's failure. You know, being so hard on yourself, you can... If you fail, which is... Failure's fine. But do you get up or do you let it... You know, or are you defeated from it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we are our biggest critics. But uh, nobody that I've ever encountered will ever be in my head more than myself. 
Ever. Agreed. Ever. No one would know. And that's the same thing with everybody. You know, you have to be... You can't be hard on yourself, man. It's... Mm-hmm. it's and you can't compare your pe- yourself to other people. A lot of yeah. people... That's where a lot of that comes from as well. And, you know, I had a set of goals and where I wanted to be in life. And if you don't achieve that when you want to achieve it, you have to... Fe- and it's another thing with the positivity. Taking a, a step back and taking the positives out of it. Appreciating all the growth that you have achieved mm-hmm. but it's um that's a big one for me too i mean a lot of these are all big we talk about this all the time yeah uh, these are these are conversations connor and i have on a somewhat regular basis. basis yeah we text each other um, every day it's no someone told me the other day connor you gotta quit you're gonna kill yourself because all this pressure you put on yourself and mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say the pressure we do put on ourselves. Uh, I've never harmed myself. I've never no, 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 not put myself in a situation where I would be harming myself. I'm not abusing substances, nothing like that. Not but at all. It's still detrimental to your well-being, to your to, mind, to to, to be that way. Health, man, yeah. it, it'll kill you, it'll drain you. Which is why I think I want to read more and meditate more often. As the last two things, I want to grow on. You should definitely grow on those. Those are huge. Mm-hmm. I meditate at least once a day. What, what would you rec- what would you recommend? What are your approaches to meditating? I sit there, clear my mind, and focus on what I want to achieve. And I sit there. People call me weird for this one too, but it. I've everybody that I know that meditates, it changed their lives. Mm-hmm. Like it's not sitting there, um, you yeah, know, let but it's breathing still. It's controlling your breathing, clearing your mind, and seeing yourself. It's called vision. Is that an app? No, it's just, oh. <laughs> no, it's not. But using your vision to see yourself doing what you want to do. So it's if you want to go, you know, be an NBA player. It's and then your goal is to be that, and you're in the gym, and you don't think you can keep going. You know, sitting down, clearing your mind, seeing yourself. I mean, you don't have to sit down doing it, but seeing yourself playing in the NBA. Helps, even if you don't get there. You can see yourself there, imagining yourself doing all this work to get there. Because you have to know what it takes. You have mm-hmm. to know what it takes. Constant, 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 constant hard work. Um, it's, it does something to your mind. It gives you an extra energy boost. It, it's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's it. Let's go. I have this. Let's go. I can see myself doing it. And it seems awesome. It's amazing mm-hmm. at the finish line. So it really does give you another boost. And so is reading. It calms you down. So what advice would you give someone looking to grow personally? What specifically would you tell them? Read. Read? Read. Do some more reading? Read, read. Any suggestions? I can give you a lot of suggestions on Name how a few. to read. Name a few. Um, do you know the authors? Authors I do not know. Okay. Um, I'm not good with authors. I just know that... You just name a few. Majority of the names. Yeah. So I read... I still read to this day. I read it, I don't know, six years ago. Um, Eat That Frog. That was my, my first internship in college. My, I guess the boss or whatever at the time gave me that book and told me to read it. He really gave it to all of us, actually. But um, it's about procrastinating and taking that biggest task of the day and getting it out of the way and how much satisfaction it gives you um, because you're achieving the hardest task of your day, the gratification that you get and you want to keep going, you want to keep moving after that. Um, Beat That Frog, that's a good one. I just read one called Mindset. Love that one. Um, That one's about two different mindsets. You have the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. I've always liked to think that we're in the growth mindset, which is good to have, but it's that fixed mindset says I can't. The growth mindset says, how can I afford this? How can I do this? Um, thinking a different way. So your mind's constantly working, but it's also embracing failure. You know, like you've, we just mentioned as well. It's, yeah, we're going to fail, but we can get up, grind, learn from it, mm-hmm. and move on. It's, it's incredible what the growth mindset can do. A lot of people might think it's funny, but it's it's really true. It's just a different way of thinking, constant growth, constantly looking for ways to get out of your comfort zone, constant ways to to keep improving. And it's 
just methods on how to, but it's also explaining stories on other people. It's yeah. a lot. There's some sports stories in there mm-hmm. um, that talk about you know big time players in baseball that have read the book and it's changed their lives and what they achieved afterwards. Yeah, because um, I believe anything can anybody can do anything that they want to. You know, you and I are wired differently um, mm-hmm. with a lot of things, as in like our hobbies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a lot of similarities as well. But it's you know if playing guitar, like you you can play guitar. I can't. If we wanted to, I could play guitar. I believe anybody can play the guitar. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the right mindset to going into it, and that's that growth mindset. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, I may not be as good as you ever was, as you as you are, but could. Um, I'm not as good as I should be for sure. I'll say that much. That's another one. I love that book. Um, I read a lot of finance books too, so I, I I challenge everybody to read as many finance books as possible because it's because that applies to everybody, not just people in finance and everybody. And it's not like you have to know everything about it, but it. I don't know. I love finance. I love money. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't control me, but I want to be able to have that control. I want to say comfortable, but it's, yeah, I want to live comfortably. I want to be smart with my money so that I'm not, I guess, struggling later in the future. Um, A lot of people, you know, they live above their means, which is Mm -hmm. not smart at all. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta be smart with what you do and, I love reading those books. So, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, number one book I'd read. It's okay. very, very easy read. Yeah. Very, very easy to understand. Talks about wealth and this guy had two dads and what the dads taught him. And one dad is, the. it's kind of goes with the fixed and growth mindset as well from the mindset book. It's the one dad, the actual dad of the kid teaches him the fixed mindset, teaches him really nothing financially and lives above his means mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of net worth and then the other dad it's his friend's dad teaches him how to be smart with his money how to acquire assets and then that the main thing is to acquire assets and to think in that type of way because mm-hmm. that's how you grow your finances that's how you become rich you, know, you gotta have yeah, assets definitely. you have to acquire assets passive income because otherwise you're gonna be working the rest of your life mm-hmm. and I sure sure hell I don't wanna do that yeah. um, least, I think I think uh, some quick advice we're getting towards the end here um, yeah I'll stop talking <laughs> we're getting towards the end here uh, so I think my quick advice for anybody looking to grow personally is just you know what changes I'm speaking to you directly whoever's listening you know what changes you need to make maybe you don't Look at it. Look at the bigger picture, what's going on in your life. Um, Definitely take a step back and say, okay, I can make adjustments here, whether it be kind of not rolling with the same social circle you're rolling with, maybe uh, changing your schedule. Yeah, it can be tough. But uh, changing the schedule that you're you're currently on, uh, just make those adjustments. You know what you need to do. I'm a firm believer that People that are looking Absolutely. to change, people that are looking to grow, know what they need to do. It's just a fa- it's just a matter of doing it. Action. Yeah. And a lot of people with that. Sorry, I know you don't want me to shut up sometimes. Um, but it's honestly, I just lost train of thought. Yeah, we'll we'll just go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, we we just hit an hour. Oh, uh, I remember. So yeah. I remember. Yeah, go ahead. Go just ahead. be honest with yourself. I know it's painful, but you have to be honest with yourself if you want to grow. Mm-hmm. And change those things. Yeah, right I think that's the biggest thing. Be honest with yourself. Uh, be honest with your friends and family, and just go for it. You got it. There's nothing you can't do um, to get there. Just get in the right frame of mind. You'll be fine. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Is there anything you want to get up off your chest? Anything you want to promote? No. You want to tie in your social media? Plug your social media. No, I don't want you guys following me. Okay. Uh, remain <laughs> I'm private. not a big social media person. So yeah, that's no true. Point. That's true. Uh, you can see pictures of me from three years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> super, super recent. Um, yeah. Being friends with you on Instagram is like being friends with a brick wall. As far as, as, far as posts, you, <laughs> I don't you'll, post, you'll send me memes and stuff. So I'll that's send good. you memes. That's Those good are enough. fun. That's what Instagram's for. Send that's good fun enough. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I'll just go ahead and uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm more active on Instagram. Uh, that's at Zach underscore Mitchell 12. Zach is spelled Z-A-C-K. I'm probably going to have to do this at the end of every episode. Yeah. I spelled Z-A-C-K. All right. Get at me. <laughs> All the other Zachs don't. Sorry. Don't bitch at me for spelling my name that way. That's how it's spelled. All right. Or I guess that's how I wanted it spelled because I'm I'm a Zachary Z A C H A R Y so it makes no sense. Yeah, um, whatever. But that's just how I am. Uh, at Zach underscore Mitchell twelve um, on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow my blog at the Zach Mitchell dot wordpress dot com. Uh, so give those a try and let me know what you think. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Connor. Thanks for having me. Showed up to my house at 7.30 this morning. Um, After so yeah. being out all night for my brother's rehearsal dinner. Yeah, he his brother is getting married today. Today. Today at the Seelbach Hotel downtown. Seelbach Hotel downtown. Louisville, Kentucky. party. Actually, no, I got to drive tomorrow. Yeah, he's got to drive back to Jacksonville tomorrow, so safe travels, man. I appreciate you coming it's and doing this. You, yeah, it's always good seeing you, and... Uh, it's like we haven't, time has not passed at no, all because we, we text each other every day, Snapchat, do all that stuff. Uh, but everybody listening, thank you so much for listening and have a great day and take it easy out there. Thank you very much.